Hi, everyone, and welcome to Small Talk. Today, I am joined by UConn women's basketball coach, Gino Ariema. Mr. Ariema, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. So to begin, you grew up in Italy until you were seven, loving soccer. When you came over to the States, you grew to love baseball in high school. What finally sparked your interest in basketball? my friends uh, who were playing and uh, you know it was it was back at a time when you you know you you tried everything you you did one thing in the summer you did something different in the fall and then you did something different in the winter so uh, it was at a time when uh, you know I really wasn't involved in anything and all of my all of my friends were involved in basketball, so I somehow ended up joining them. And next thing you know, I got caught up in you know, the game and the people in the game, and uh, kind of fell in love with the whole uh, the whole aura of the game. It's not like I was great at it; you know, I was a better baseball player than I was a basketball player. But uh, it just kind of got me. And, so you playing high school basketball, did that spark your interest in coaching? You know, I, I never thought about coaching while I was playing. I never envisioned uh, me going into coaching. It's not something that I set out to do as a career. Um, you know, it wasn't like I went to practice and took notes mentally or whatever. Right. Uh, it's just something that just kind of happened. I played and I played a little bit in college and then next thing you know, you know, I, an opportunity comes up and uh, out of nowhere, it's not, again, not something that I was pursuing or anything that I was planning for. It just kind of happened and I uh, thought it would be interesting and I tried it and I found out I was pretty good at it. Yeah. In your early years, you switched back and forth between coaching men and women, high school and college. What made you eventually stick with women's side of the game? Again, it wasn't a conscious, you know, hey, I need to go back to coaching women's basketball. You know, I, mm-hmm. uh, when I was coaching, uh, when I was coaching the, the women uh, at St. Joe's, there wasn't, uh, again. I need to go coach guys. Uh, it's just an opportunity came along to go coach guys, and, and I took it. Uh, and then when I was coaching the guys, it wasn't, I need to go back and coach women's basketball. Right. Most of the stuff that happened to me, you know, they weren't conscious decisions to, you know, plan it out and say, okay, here's what I'm going to do, here's what I have to do. It's just things pop up. Opportunities present themselves, and I find them interesting, and, and I think, okay, yeah, this is a good time to be doing this. So while I was coaching guys, you know, an opportunity came to go coach women's basketball at the University of Virginia. And I said, yeah, sounds like a great idea. And I tried it, took advantage of it, and turned out okay. <laughs> right. So you speak of the University of Virginia, and you were the assistant coach and recruiting there for them for a few years. You brought in six high school All-Americans there. What was the main thing you looked for in a player when recruiting? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, not much has changed in, in terms of what I look for. You know, I'm looking. Obviously, you're looking for talented players. You know, and that's uh, and depending where you are, you know, you got to find talent that certainly helps you win at that level. But uh, I was looking for talented kids who I thought were great team players that were really unselfish, that really wanted to win, and uh, could be the kind of kids that would fit in uh, as opposed to stand out. You know, and it's been like that for me ever since. You know, I, I haven't changed my recruiting philosophy one bit. You know, we're still looking for talented kids. Still looking for kids who are great teammates or unselfish, you know, who want to win and who are willing to be part of a great team. Well, it seems like that recruiting process has brought you plenty of success. Um, I understand that UConn's campus and facilities were not what they are today. So when you were applying for the job, did you have a vision of what the program could eventually become? No. Again. My life has not been one grand plan, you know. Uh, so when I took the job at Connecticut, there was absolutely positively no intention or thought that, okay, I'm going to take the job at Connecticut. The facilities are terrible. The school's reputation is not great. The recruiting area is not great. Uh, there's no tradition whatsoever. But you know what? I'm going to build a powerhouse here. That was never the plan. Right. Plan the plan was, I'm going to come here, I'm going to prove that I can coach, I'm going to prove that I can win games, and then as soon as I do that, I'm leaving. That was the plan. And, and as it turns out, that's exactly what would have happened, except we got really, really good in four years. Right. Got great. We got great in six years. We went to the Final Four. And... Lo and behold, nobody wanted me. So, <laughs> so it wasn't like, hey, I did exactly what I set out to do, and now I'm going to have my pick of coaching at any big school in the country, and nobody wanted me. So, you know, I tell people all the time, you know, I said, yeah, so I got stuck at Connecticut. So here <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, it seems like you're in a good position. Right. So you have won 47 regular season and tournament titles, 19 Final Fours, 6 perfect seasons, and 11 national championships. Do you have a favorite championship that you won or something that is most special to you? Uh, well, the, you know, when you win your first national championship, I think that's always the, you know, one that stands out in your mind. Uh, more than anything else, you know, it, it, it's the first one that was stamped onto your, you know, onto your brain, and, and uh, that still remains the the, the biggest uh, thrill ever, you know, because you're not sure that, at the beginning, you're not sure if you can do this, you know, like, right. hey, yeah, everybody's, everybody's goal is to win a national championship. Every player's goal and dream. Every coach dreams of coaching in that game and winning that game. Um, so when it happened, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was just like something that's really, you know, hard to prepare for. Yeah. Uh, you know, but I, I would say 
after that one, the one that stands out the most probably is the one in Philadelphia because of how many of my friends were there and family. And, uh, you know, uh, and it also happened to be the second one. Because um, after you win the first one, you know, your fear is, well, I wonder if I'm, you know, if it's a one and done. Right, there's a little bit of pressure. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I would say the first one, was the most amazing thrill. And then the second one was very, very satisfying, very rewarding because of the circumstances uh, and where it was held. Where the game was played, hometown for you. Yeah. Well, when you're not wrapped up in all of your basketball, is there anything in particular that you like to do for fun? Uh, I would say... that you can find those outlets in your life. Yeah. Okay, now it's time for a few buzzer beater questions. What is your favorite type of music? My favorite what? Your favorite type of music. Uh, wow. (laughs) You know, I have a hard time picking that up because there isn't almost any kind of music I don't like except maybe like heavy metal, like, you know, (laughs) You know, or like hard, hardcore rap, uh, everything else. I kind of, I kind of enjoy. Uh, you know, lately I'm spending a lot of time listening to old time jazz. Okay, nice. What is your favorite NFL team? The Eagles. Go Eagles! Yes. And yeah. then Philly cheesesteaks, Geno's or Pats, or do you like a different Tony Luke's? Uh, well, you know, when we were in Philadelphia for the Final Four, my favorite place was to walk up the gyms. Okay. Nice. Awesome. Well, Mr. Ariama, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. Good luck with the rest of your season. Thank you, and good luck to you, too. I, uh, I look forward to uh, watching you play at some point. Thank you so much. All right. Good luck. This has been today's episode of Small Talk. Thank you for listening.